Hello and welcome to another episode of Settling Down Podcast coming at you live from Aruba, baby. Kokomo, Kokomo. <laughs> Aruba, 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 Aruba. I'd like to now introduce myself as Alexis Carr. Wow. Yeah, it's I know. First time on the pod. Yes. Yep. The name change is, I guess, not quite official yet, but it's official. this is our first recording since we got married. Yep, we got married October 8th, 2022. We are now in Aruba, and it's, I don't even know what day it is, October 17th. Yeah, October 17th. So, yeah, we've been married for one whopping whole week, so we're basically marriage experts at this point. We've dealt with some real hard-hitting real-life issues here in Aruba on our honeymoon, um, no, just kidding. But anyways, this episode, we really want to kind of dive into just an overall high-level recap of our wedding, do's and don'ts, key takeaways, our biggest regrets, our biggest tips, and like things that we were happy that happened. And yeah, just some good old banter as Zach and I have kind of like recapped how our wedding went, like just in conversation the whole past week and a half or so. But um yeah, very excited to kind of like go into a little bit more. Yeah, it's been a very fun and busy past couple of weeks leading up to the wedding and the rehearsal, the wedding itself, our post-wedding brunch, our little staycation before actually leaving to Aruba for the honeymoon. So Yeah, we'll kind of like walk through all of that in chronological order. So to s- kick off this episode, Zach, what has been like your number one favorite thing so far of being married? Just being able to refer to you as my wife is pretty <laughs> fun. Like when I was waiting for you at the restroom at at dinner tonight like I was kind of hoping the bartender was gonna ask like if I needed anything or something so I could just be like oh no I'm just waiting for my wife (laughs) what's Um, yours let's see I'd say like my favorite thing kind of along the same lines of as yours but just like seeing you in a wedding ring I don't know it just like does it for me your hotness factor has just like literally gone up like 10 points So, ladies out there, if you're engaged or getting close to it, I will say, like, if you are fearing that there's nothing to look forward to in marriage, like, trust me, seeing a wedding band on your man is literally the hottest thing ever. So, be prepared. Well, yeah, and you also got me a chain as my wedding gift. Yeah, Zach's a hot chain guy now. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, it's pretty cool. It's got Lexi's middle name on it, and she got it engraved on the back, and... Yeah, so I'm her property now, too. <laughs> yeah, who knew a chain could, like, make a guy, like, so much... Like, you literally, since you got married, you've gotten so much hotter. Like, I already thought you are hot, but you're automatically, like... I don't know. You've been through the roof lately, so... <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, it's been a fun honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, we are in our honeymoon hotel room. We've just had, like, a couple, like long days in the sun and in the heat Aruba's hot in case you didn't know that like it's it's scorching hot so I'm kind of like curled up in bed right now Zach's just figuring it out as we go like <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty unwell right now to be completely honest it's also windy 24 7 here so you're really 
out in the elements when you're out here in Aruba, but I mean, it's still gorgeous and fun. And I mean, when you're out, out and about, it doesn't phase you too much, but you feel it at the end of the day. <laughs> but let's jump right into it. Let's jump right into our complete wedding weekend recap. So to start things off, we'll kind of like go over the rehearsal dinner. So Friday, we got married on a Saturday. Friday was the rehearsal and rehearsal dinner. I would say the rehearsal was pretty solid. Like we had everyone meet at four o'clock. So just make sure like you have everyone, like you give them the meetup time pretty early on so everyone can kind of take into account travel time and like traffic and stuff like that. We had some people kind of show up late, which is like understandable traffic. But if you are on a complete like crunch time and want to make sure that, you know, you kind of get through the rehearsal at a good, decent time just to make the rehearsal dinner, I highly suggest you kind of like keep that in mind. And we made our rehearsal dinner for seven o'clock. The rehearsal was at four. Rehearsal dinner was at seven. So I feel like that kind of gave people enough time and gave us some buffer room um, for that travel time people being late but overall like it all ended up working out um the rehearsal dinner was absolutely incredible yeah we had a lot of people traveling in had to check into hotels and obviously hotel check-in time is usually four o'clock so we had to leave that window uh for people to check in as well as uh just get to the restaurant because it was about 45 minutes away but We had the dinner at a place called Salt Creek Grill in Dana Point, and it was awesome because we had a whole separate room that was completely separated from the rest of the restaurant just for our party. And I think that was key for how enjoyable the experience was because we were able to, it was just really intimate. Um, Everyone was able to kind of mix and mingle a little bit. And then when it came time to actually eat, and sit down at the tables and then uh, everyone got up and you know said something nice so yeah it's just a great environment for for the rehearsal dinner yeah and if you want people to give speeches like so we how we had it set up we had the moms like for sure giving a speech and then open up the floor to whoever else wanted to say something nice so if you're like actually looking for your bridal party to have a speech I highly suggest you tell them like make it known, hey, we would really love if you had like a few like nice words to say. That way people can show up prepared and kind of be in the right mindset because we kind of made it optional, but people still didn't really prepare anything because they're like, oh, it's optional. I don't have to do it. But like I said, hey, we would love for people to say something, but it's optional. It's like not mandatory, but like deep down, it's kind of mandatory. Like, (laughs) please say something. So I highly suggest kind of learning from that mistake. And if you want people to say something, just like don't make it optional to be like, hey, can you say something? We're having like the entire bridal party say something. So that was actually really special. I'm really glad we did that. Made the time like really fly by and it wasn't like awkward by any means and people weren't like over it. Like people literally like once like the momentum was going, people were kind of like ready to stand up and say something nice to us. And it kind of like was a nice way to kick off the whole weekend and hear stories from everyone because with our wedding planning, I just feel like everything... Like, it was just me, Zach, and my parents, and his parents kind of, like, in the mix of everything planning, but the whole bridal party, no one was really that involved, so I think this was a good way to really kick off and get everyone involved in the right mindset to, like, celebrate you guys that weekend. Yeah, and like Lexi said, we didn't make it, like, mandatory or known ahead of time that we wanted people to say anything, but everyone did get up and say something nice, Um, I think. 
people kind of felt the pressure, <laughs> you know, once everyone started going like, all right, well, I got to get up and say something too. We kind of put the pressure on people also. <laughs> but yeah, everyone had really nice things to say and it was a great way to kick it off. We even um, kicked off our little matchmaking skills that night. Yeah. <laughs> we can uh, kind of walk through that as we walk through the weekend. But. Yeah. So there were like, I had a bridesmaid who was single and Zach had a groomsman that was single and leading into like everyone always wants to play Cupid, especially at their own wedding. I don't know like if that's just an us thing, but like my main goal, not main goal of the wedding, but like <laughs> it was, it was a pretty high up there in terms of, you know, friends hooking up, getting together, like playing matchmaker. I feel like that really is what makes a wedding like memorable is like those kinds of stories. And so leading into the rehearsal dinner, we had placed them at the same table, but then their place cards, they weren't sitting next to each other. And so before everyone got there, Zach and I like played a full blown, like parent trap move and move the place cards right next to each other so that they can start talking and like start you know start kicking off the banter and the relationship going into the wedding weekend and there was no hesitation there that happened pretty much immediately once we sat down at the table oh my god it was the best but overall 10 out of 10 experience and then afterwards we bopped over to a bar Highly suggest that as well. Like I said, like if you have any opportunity to do the celebration of your wedding weekend um, instead of just like calling it a night, highly suggest you just continue to say yes and like lean in and sign up for those opportunities because when else are you ever going to have your family and your best friends in town to celebrate you? And everyone's so down to celebrate you. So it's like, even if you don't have like a plan of like, oh, we're going to this bar and we booked a table, et cetera. Like we literally went into a dive bar and like nothing was planned. We're like literally determined it right after that. We're like, oh yeah, let's, let's go to Sandpiper. You'd be shocked. Like everyone's there for you and everyone's so down to show up. So highly suggest that like, don't ever feel bad about having those expectations and like, you know, carrying on the party elsewhere. But that was literally like, that was so much fun. Yeah, so we really went into the weekend with the mentality that we were just going to send it. And, you know, the party didn't stop when the scheduled events were over. But that rehearsal dinner went by so fast. I remember when it was over and we were having to wrap things up. We were thinking we had like an hour left at the at the restaurant. So... Yeah, it was, it was great to just maximize and get as much time with everyone as we could, even before the wedding. So piggybacking off of what you said about continuing the celebration and going out to a bar afterwards to like continue catching up with everybody, highly suggest not getting too drunk. I, on the other hand, had like a total of three, three and a half drinks maybe, and I'm like such a lightweight, and so the next day I was definitely not feeling hot. I was severely hungover and dehydrated and obviously just like the nerves and anxiety kind of like did not make that feel any much better. So if you do continue the celebration on, like I highly suggest you just like limiting the amount of alcohol you're drinking, even if like you are a tank and you can handle three drinks, like just hold back. It's definitely not worth it because I felt like absolute shit the next morning and I was like stressed about feeling like shit because no one wants to feel gross and puffy and hungover and disgusting on their wedding morning. So that's one tip to you. Um, everyone always says that. I thought I was going to be completely fine because like I have been in the past after three drinks, but you never know. So it's really not worth the risk. But um, 
Yeah, the night before our wedding, Zach and I actually decided to stay the night together. We didn't sleep in separate beds. We already lived together, and so my mentality around that was that I would get shit sleep if I had to be separated from Zach and just out of being, like, super anxious and nervous and a lot on my mind, but kind of helped. We took some edibles, and um, or I took some CBD. We smoked some some weed, so that kind of helped knock us out pretty quick. But I will say, like, I if that's your jam, if you're not traditional in that sense, like, I would say it's, it's your wedding. If you want to sleep with your partner the night before, um, go for it. Obviously, like, we didn't have sex or anything because, like, you know, we're, we're saving ourselves from marriage. <laughs> A whole week we're saving ourselves. But, um, yeah, I'm really glad we ended up doing that. Yeah, and it made it easier, I feel like, the morning of the wedding because Alexi had to get to her parents' house to get ready with the, the rest of the bridesmaids and her mom. And I was able to drop you off uh, and yeah. then get over to... The hotel we were staying at the night after the wedding, drop off my truck and then have my brother pick me up so that I could go get ready with the rest of the guys. So it, it was just kind of convenient to have that like start the morning off at that home base, even though it was like an early morning yeah. and you were a little hungover. I, I put my face in ice water because I saw <laughs> it on TikTok hoping it would help. Kind of helped, but like not really. I'm like literally getting nauseous just thinking about how I felt that morning (laughs) but from my perspective getting ready at my parents house was a dream like it all worked out Uh, my mom had like a nice spread of breakfast and lunch ready to go some teas and beverages it was just nice to kind of be comfortable in my parents home instead of just like everyone cramming into a hotel room so that was definitely a huge plus of getting married locally um like I said, I was hungover, so I was just, like, really moving slowly that day. But the biggest thing that I would say is I highly, highly suggest having your vows written before your wedding day. Yep. Zach and I did not do that. We, well, I think Zach kind of, like, started his, but I did not. I was thinking, like, I would have all this downtime the morning of and, like, would be in the right mindset to just kind of, like, you know, spill out all my words and emotions into my vows that day. But I was completely wrong. I was stressed about being hungover. I was stressed about not having my vows. And, like, literally the words were not coming to me. And I was just, like, feeling so anxious. And I did not have that much downtime at all. So I was literally rushing. And I had my, like, vows half written getting onto the shuttle taking me to our wedding. So I had to like finish my vows. Like when we actually got to the venue, like hour, like not hours, like minutes before I put on my dress to take like for our first look and stuff like that. So if you can highly suggest writing your vows beforehand. Um, Don't think it's all special and cute and whatever that you're going to do it the day of, because it's just so not worth having that pressure and anxiety in the back of your mind. Yeah, I'm glad I started mine on my phone at least because when I got to my brother's hotel room where all us guys were meeting to get ready, I had to, I I had the vows about 80% done on my phone and having to transfer them from my phone to like our little vow books and then just finish it off amidst like being there with my brothers and family coming by dropping food off for us and uh, the guys starting to show up like it took me 
half an hour, even though I yeah. almost had them completely finished in my phone. So yeah. I, it's distracting. Yeah, 100% recommend having that done and taken care of before the day of the wedding. And even if you do get downtime, I literally lock myself in my parents' office and be like, nobody bother me. And that was like a fat 15 minutes and it still wasn't enough time for me to write my vows. So it's like people are asking you questions, people are talking to you. Like you're not, you're literally not going to get quiet time to like fully sit down and like write down your vows. And if you do power to you, you kind of master your timeline, but not for us. But anyways, yeah. like, oh, sorry, what were you going to say? Like Lexi said, she got ready with the girls at her parents' house. Us guys, like, we don't have to do hair and makeup and all that stuff. So I had the guys meet at my brother's hotel room an hour before we were going to get picked up by the party bus to be taken to the venue. And honestly, that was, like, more than enough time. It takes us, like, 10 minutes to get dressed. So must be nice. the first, like, 45 minutes we were there, we were just eating and watching college football. But it was cool to, you know, like hang out and stuff and then uh, hopped on the bus to go to the venue. And then we can talk about that whole process because there's so much going on that day. Like it's such a puzzle mm-hmm. putting together the schedule of when things are going to happen. Yeah. Now, I love that you realize that. I feel like a <laughs> lot of grooms just kind of show up. I made sure that Zach had a part in, like, that timeline planning and stuff like that. Because I'm like, no, this isn't going to be a wedding where you just show up and have a good time. Like, (laughs) obviously, I do want you to have a good time, but I need your help in planning as well. Like, this is a big deal, and, like, this all can't just lie on my shoulder. So, I definitely appreciate Zach having, like, a big hand in understanding and the entire timeline of everything. Yeah, but it's it's tough putting it all together and then really like executing it because me and the other guys got to the venue and our, we had an outdoor venue that had two like separate spots for like indoor spaces for the girls to get ready and the guys to get ready. Now we obviously already showed up in our suits and everything ready to go, but we got to the venue about four hours before the wedding, before the ceremony started And that was tough because that was four hours for me to just like (laughs) sit in this little like shed and just the nerves started racking up like crazy. Um, And I, I leading up to this point, like I didn't have any nerves at all, but just like having to sit for so long, just like contemplating everything and thinking Getting cold feet. Oh, yeah. You know, I I was almost out of there. (laughs) No. Uh, But it's stressful, like, worrying about, you know, the the timeline and making sure everything's happening on schedule. I did, like, a loop around the venue to make sure everything looked like it was starting to get set up the right way and everything. Um, But, yeah, I I would recommend... Our and side on our uh, cake was backwards and it still pisses me off to this day. I saw the, the photo. And sign? The and sign on our cake. It was like an A and Z and then the ampersand was like backwards. I'm like, who the fuck put this on here? So <laughs> now this not like our cake was beautiful, but now the photos are just gonna piss me off because the <laughs> and sign is backwards because whoever put it on just doesn't know what the ampersand looks like. So anyways. Well, we'll touch on this a little bit later, but that's a big thing that we learned is that you have to over communicate and 
have, you know, kind of lower your expectations a little bit because something is going to go wrong or get messed up during yeah. this time and throughout the course of the entire event. But we'll, we'll touch on that a little bit more yeah. in a bit. And I'll kind of like move past the other boring stuff. Like, yeah, we took photos. We have our, we had our first look that really like helped calm both mine and Zach's nerves. As everyone says, like we had such a tight timeline of when we had the venue is only five hours, like five to 10. So I'm really glad we chose to do a first look obviously it'd be different if like we had the venue for longer and because we both really wanted to take advantage of the cocktail hour and just like make sure we weren't literally just taking photos the whole time during the time when we wanted to be spending time with like the people who made their journeys out to come celebrate with us but yeah so we did our first look the bridal party shots the family shots and then the ceremony was absolutely perfect like I thought I was going to be a lot more nervous going down the aisle but having the first look like helps so much and I just felt like even just feeling hungover and like shit like I feel like that kind of forced me to slow down and kind of soak things in more instead of getting all caught up in like the emotions and the feels of everything I just kind of more so looking at things from a more realistic standpoint that just allowed me to like soak it in even more but I don't know the ceremony was just absolutely beautiful we read our own vows like everything was just perfect besides our pastor (laughs) like he it was cute like I appreciate him like adding some flavor and spice to the sermon but so we're Christian and he is like the pastor of the Christian church that like I grew up going to and he kind of shared something like because we we went to him for about four sessions of just like premarital counseling so he can get to know us and stuff but he was like Oh, so like, and Zach shared with me his favorite thing about Lexi and it's her hair. Like he loves her hair and just loves smelling it when she's (laughs) not looking. And I like looked at Zach and I was like mouthing to him. I was like, really? And Zach's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I'm not sure if he just was, was on a roll with, you know, his train of mind at the time and just you know, it came out or if he mixed us up up (laughs) with another couple he was marrying, but, uh, yeah, I mean, we rolled with it. It made for yeah, some funny conversation after the yeah. after the ceremony. It really wasn't that bad. We're like, oh, whatever. No. Every, other than that, like everyone loved it and loved him, and it just it went great. And then after that, cocktail hour was great, and I'll just kind of like skim through like the reception stuff and just skip through like the party aspect of everything. It went really, really well. It's so crazy planning a wedding. Like we we've been planning it since January, but like planning a wedding and like just seeing it all come to life in front of your eyes. Like I'm not the most like Pinteresty like creative type of girl when it comes to like planning her wedding I literally was like eh, I like that eh, I like that like let's see how it turns out and it actually turned out like pretty pretty sick so power to the girls who are actually like more detail oriented and like perfectionist about like the overall vibe and stuff and details of the wedding but overall it was pretty awesome we had like everyone come up to us throughout the night telling us how much everything like how great everything looks how great of a time they're having how happy they are for us and I think the biggest thing that Zach and I both really agreed on was just that the most important thing was that everyone was having a good time and there's just like good vibes like no one was like outrageous like everyone was like the perfect level of drunk no one was obnoxious no one was sloppy like everyone was just like vibing and like having a great time yeah knowing I guess my side in particular. So our wedding was at a nursery and I was a little worried that someone was going to get 
too drunk and end up like throwing up in one of the plants or something. Oh, God, but I would have felt awful. Yeah. Uh, I, as far as I know, that didn't happen. <laughs> but as far as like the flow of everything and, you know, just everything being executed so well, big part of that was our wedding planner, who is also our day of coordinator that was included with this venue yeah. that we got married at. Well, she was more of the coordinator. Like we planned and like booked all this stuff ourselves, but she was a coordinator that kind of like managed the timeline and like kept us on track. Yeah. And we, we had a lot of communication with her leading up to the wedding and we kind of butt heads with her a little bit yeah. uh, leading up to it. So we're, we're a little worried going into the wedding day, but she killed it yeah. the day of it was like, like if you don't have a wedding coordinator i a thousand percent recommend investing in one because it just helps the day go so smoothly and like people aren't asking you the dumb questions that they shouldn't be asking you on your wedding day like it's very nice just having someone making sure that everything's going where it needs to go and keeping track of all the vendors and stuff so yeah highly suggest a good a good wedding co- like day of coordinator and then our DJ was also great. He contributed to just like the good vibes. Like he was a great MC and just really got the people going and like added some like fun flavor and mix. People were huge, huge fans of him. And that was one of the biggest, most important things to Zach and I is just like making sure that we had a really good DJ and music going. Like we ran into some hiccups there too. That's another thing that we'll touch on that Zach kind of mentioned earlier. Just like be over communicative with your vendors. And we thought we were over communicative with our DJ because we're so picky about the music. We literally like gave him a well, playlist. Yeah, we of made like, a playlist. Yeah, we made a playlist of like our must plays and our nice to haves and then our do not plays. And he still kind of managed to venture and stray away from that list, but whatever. Well, I mean, I'll give him this. He's a DJ. He know he re, he picks up and reads the crowd better than like I ever can. But still, one well, a big thing was like pre ceremony during the cocktail, or well during the ceremony during the cocktail hour, and like our song we made our like grand entrance to and our first dance and all of that was like spot on you didn't miss a beat on any of that but it was just the reception and like Lexi was saying everyone else was having a great time we only noticed because we gave him a list of songs that we wanted to play and like I said just over communicating and everything and you know even if you do that like it's not going to go perfectly but everyone else had a great time no one else had any idea that he was playing songs on our do not play. Yeah, I literally had like, like two songs on our must playlist. Yeah, like, I said I didn't want any Black Eyed Peas song and like more like when I said no Black Eyed Peas, I had in mind like I don't want to play I Got a Feeling like I freaking hate that song. I think that's just like a classic wedding song that every white couple plays at their wedding. Like I just I can't. And he played it. And I was like, I literally said no Black Eyed Peas, bro. <laughs> this is the one song that, like, if he played My Humps, whatever. I wouldn't have an issue with that. Or Roses. Oh, no, that's Outkast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't don't talk shit on Roses. I know, I know. Um, yeah, if you had played, like, My Humps, something like that, like, whatever, I understand that. But, like, to play the one song that I was like, ugh, I don't want this song. Well, and then... We were kind of like in and out of the reception between taking bathroom breaks, hitting up the photo booth, yeah. like all kinds of stuff. So he could have played our songs. There was there was another song where... It was fine, Shout. Yeah, I Shout. I highly recommend Lexi. adding Shout to your Do Not playlist. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Some people love... That's people like were pretty huge, hyped. like, wedding song. Like, yeah. people loved it when it played. But yeah. that was, like, something on our Do Not playlist. And like, that so finally, annoying. like, 
yeah, Lexi was pissed off. So I went up and told him like, hey, we had this and kind of confronted him on, you know, the music selection of the reception. Yeah, just be bottom line, be over communicative. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And like just and also like I kind of threw a fit because like that's just how I am. But at the end of the night, we're both just like, you know what? Fuck it. Whatever. It's not going to go perfect. Everyone is having a great time. That's all that matters. So just don't get too tripped up over shit like that. But and then to end the night, like we did a last dance, which I'm so happy that we did. So for our first dance, we were kind of torn between these two songs. Like one is like Ambrosia, biggest part of me. It's like such a vibe. Like Zach and I love just like seeing that song to each other and like dancing to it. So we chose that as a first dance song just because it's a good time. And then but we also have like our like quote unquote our song that we actually like blasted listening to in the truck on our first date in its um dive by Luke Combs. And so we're like, you know what, like let's do the last dance. Like that'll be that's like a good compromise of us just trying to figure out which one of these songs that's important to us should be our first dance. So anyways, very glad we did that. They kicked everyone out and just like lined them up for like our grand exit. And then it was just me and Zach on the dance floor like dancing to dive and we're able to just kind of take a beat, take a breath and just kind of decompress and talk about like the night and just have a really sweet, intimate moment with just us two to kind of like end our wedding. I absolutely loved it. I highly recommend doing a last dance song. Yeah, honestly, that would even say for me personally, that was probably even more memorable than our first dance. Oh, yeah. Because it was just you and I on the dance floor and everyone else was out of the venue. And like you said, we were just able to kind of like take a breath for once and just really soak everything in together. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I feel like that should be a part of every wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But you do have to sacrifice, like, if you have, like, a tight deadline, you have to, like, bump up your last song on the dance floor for to make time for that. Like, they aren't going to do that, like, after mm-hmm. your time at the venue's up. So just keep that in mind. And also, we just, we took the party to a random-ass bar yep. after that. And, like, we literally had no plan. Like, this wasn't determined beforehand at all everyone was just like so ready to continue to party it was only 10 o'clock and we're like hell yeah let's take this somewhere else and everyone like I said people are so down like I'm so glad we did that and Zach and I were like debating like oh we maybe we'll just like go out and make an appearance and then come back early because obviously we're just absolutely exhausted but I'm so glad that we just completely sent it and like shut down the bar that we went to like I've seen advice on TikTok of people saying oh make sure you arrange where the after party is like don't just show up to a bar I'm glad we just showed up to a bar it was a vibe well for us it was a split decision like after the last dance and the the exit and everything and then I was just standing on the dance floor and just yelled to get everyone's attention (laughs) and told them where we were meeting up and sure enough like we had a solid group of like 20 people show up just to keep partying like our wedding party Zach's siblings like and some other of my friends that were just like traveled from far away like people were Mm -hmm. so down to continue partying and I'm like I'm so glad we did that because the wedding just goes by so fast and you don't really get it spend time chatting and catching up and just like partying with people because you're just like on such a strict timeline so it was so nice just having that like time to like we literally like walked in and like our suit and like my wedding gown and it was just like it was so fun 
And I'm really we glad took we took over that. the bar. Yeah, we, we took mm-hmm. over the bar and like just got some really fun photos and everyone was just having such a good time. But yeah, highly suggest taking the party elsewhere after the wedding too. Um, and it just it makes for good stories as well. So I know we touched on a, our a bridesmaid and a groomsman of us just kind of playing matchmaker and they ended up going home together that night, which. Zach and I are extremely happy to hear about. (laughs) And the next day, we also did like a little morning after brunch um, that we hosted at my aunt's house. It's super casual. We had a crepe man come out and make savory and sweet crepes. And we had like just leftover donuts and cake and pastries and coffee. It was so fun. Like we literally, we didn't invite everyone from the wedding. We just kind of like opened up the invite to those who traveled far just so we can kind of like, you know, see the family members that we don't get to see very often and just kind of like treat them to a meal for traveling far and stuff like that before they hit the road back home. But I'm really glad we did that too. I also highly suggest like a brunch the morning after and we we did it like on the low low like we didn't have to pay for this huge venue space we like I said we did it in my aunt's backyard and just set up tables and easy ups and stuff like it was so fun and everyone just showed up hungover and just like full of stories and laughs from the night before like I live for that shit well the the best thing about it is the wedding itself is such a whirlwind you you talk to every single person that's there but it's just like, hey, thanks for coming. Like, yeah. yeah, great to see you. You don't have like time to have conversations with people. Yeah. So at the brunch, like we're actually able to sit down and talk to people about the wedding and about, you know, like everyone was asking us like where we're going for our honeymoon and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So it was great to actually have real conversations with these people who traveled from yeah. who knows where just to come like celebrate us getting married yeah totally like I had a cousin come all the way from Hawaii and like I had a friend come all the way from like Philly so it just is kind of like sad if you only cut it down to just the wedding to kind of like see these people and say hi and exchange a few quick words and then go on to the next wedding thing so it was definitely nice to have a more laid-back chill like kind of environment to catch up with everybody like I'm I'm seriously so glad we did that that was so much fun Yeah. And then after that, we were able to just kind of really enjoy the hotel that we were staying at. And then sure enough, we ended up going out again that night with, uh, (laughs) with other friends that had traveled into town. Yeah. It's Um, a friend who came from Japan. So we're like, okay, we have to, like, they literally extended their trip just one more night. Cause they're like, fuck it, let's stay out here one more night. So I'm glad that worked out because we didn't get to see them at brunch, but we're still able to catch up. It was great. We were able to really spend some quality time with people that that day after the wedding, but it was truly like a three-night bender for us. <laughs> and the bender is continuing. I'm literally dying. <laughs> <laughs> but we're having a great time. Yeah. But overall, um, 10 out of 10 experience. Highly recommend marrying your best friend. <laughs> <laughs> It was a great experience, and yeah, I mean, I like just to reiterate the key takeaways: like, don't save your vows for the day of. Um, hire a wedding coordinator. Ooh, also like splurge on a baller photographer and videographer. Like, shout out Miranda and Cole. I mean, we haven't seen Cole's like sneak peek video yet, but like, I already love Cole. But literally, it's so worth it having like 
a baller photographer. Like, do your research, look at the recommendations. It just so worked out that Miranda is sisters with one of my bridesmaids. So it was just like, it worked out perfectly. And she just did such a great job. She delivered sneak peeks to us like three days after the wedding. And they turned out phenomenal. Like Zach and I are like, how are these sneak peeks? Like, we're completely happy with just this deliverable but I looked like a freaking supermodel like this is literally the day where you're gonna like look the best and you're paying so much money for your hair and makeup and like a beautiful gown so it's like why not like splurge on a photographer to capture it all in a way that you never could have imagined yourself to look I it's it's incredible with how how great the photos turned out well and what I appreciated most as a guy who is not a fan of taking pictures <laughs> is she was so on top of her shit. And we touched on it earlier, but we were actually able to spend some time at our cocktail hour. I don't yeah. know a lot of people who really get to do that at their wedding. Yeah. But that's because Miranda was so on top of getting as many pictures done before the ceremony as we possibly could. And then like we, we took pictures for what, maybe 10, 15 minutes after yeah. the ceremony. And yeah. then we were able to just to like. Well, and we're different. Like we were willing to sacrifice on the family photos and the bridal party photos. Like we didn't meet, need like a bajillion different shots of the bridal party and a bajillion different poses. Like all we cared were just good portraits of just us and then group photos that were just fun and natural. Like we didn't need all these different options of the bridal party that like, I mean, we just knew that we just needed group shots and they would turn out great. But yeah, highly, highly suggest it. Um, she definitely wasn't cheap, but she wasn't like the most expensive ever. Um, but I, yeah, do not, do not like go cheap on the photography and the highly suggest like getting a videographer too. Like a lot of people kind of skip out on that to save money, but we almost didn't do it. Yeah. We almost didn't do it. But then I used to work with this guy, Cole, who like does it and his work is excellent. And we're just like, you know what, let's just do it. Like it's our wedding. I'm so glad we did. Like I said, we haven't seen a sneak peek yet, but we're already excited to see it because the day just goes by so fast and we're so excited just to like relive it in video form. Like it just sounds so lame to say. And like, I feel like people say this all the time, but trust us, like <laughs> you're going to want to see basically your wedding day just romanticized. In well, a that video. was something uh, Sean and Audrey told us, like yeah. as we were planning, uh, one of my friends and his wife, they told us that they like go back and rewatch their <laughs> wedding video all like the all the time. And yeah. I, I like when they said that, I was like, why but now i 100 understand it because i'm gonna do the exact same oh, thing yeah, absolutely um and then yeah just like lower your expectations like i know it's a big deal and you want everything to be perfect but just accept the fact that not everything's gonna be perfect and then the only thing that matters is that a your guests are having a good time and b that you and your like spouse are enjoying each other and having a good time like it's it's fine. Like you'll be okay if like one little detail is out of out of place. Like it's all right. And um, yeah. Okay. Um, Zach, what is one main piece of advice for the wedding day for the groom? My biggest advice is. If you do have something or, you know, like a, a big window of time in between when you have to get ready and when like 
pictures in the ceremony or whatever are going to start bring or like do something that is going to keep you entertained and help pass the time. Like I was wishing so bad that we had something just to like take my mind somewhere else instead of just like getting all anxious about the wedding that was coming up. Yeah. Um, so definitely plan ahead. We, Lexi was very specific <laughs> about knowing like not getting drunk before, no one being like visibly intoxicated for pictures and everything, which I totally understood. But I do wish we had a little bit more alcohol with us. We limited it to, uh, I got myself as well as the groomsmen all little shooters that frankly we took too early. We took them <laughs> at the hotel room before we even got to the venue. Should have saved them for, I for later. I thought I was save them so you can take photos with them. You did, but everyone, like when I gave them to everyone, they just started popping them out and oh, opening gosh. them up, which I was like, all right, yeah, yeah this I works. But yeah, we had that. And then I, I think it was like a one of my friends brought a 12 pack, I think it was. So like it was less than two beers per person in the party and over the course of four or five hours, that's not really going to do anything to take the edge off at all. <laughs> so bring a little bit more. Yeah. Um, or just space it out differently. Or do a first look because that really helps Zach's nerves. Yeah, that was like the biggest thing. As soon as I saw Lexi when we did our first look, like all of that anxiety and stress completely went away. <laughs> um, Lexi, my question for you, going into the wedding... You kept saying your number one goal was to make people cry. <laughs> Are you satisfied in accomplishing that goal? And what do you think it was to you the most like tear jerking thing that happened over the the course of the wedding? Was it the first look? Was it reading the yeah. vows? What what did that for you? First of all, yes, I am satisfied over the tears that were produced during the ceremony. I heard some sniffles and stuff while I was walking down the aisle. I don't know. That's just, like, important to me because <laughs> I always cry at weddings. Like, whenever I see the bride at the aisle and just walking down the aisle to her groom, I just lose it. Like, yeah. I love love. And it just, I don't know, it's just such a big deal. And I thought I was going to lose it myself walking myself down the aisle. <laughs> but I didn't. So that's good. I was really worried about that. But, yeah, I heard some sniffles. That's all that matters. Um, I didn't notice if people were crying during the vows, but I just, I asked some of my friends, I'm like, did you cry? Did you cry? Um, but people said they, they, sh they got a little teary eyed when I did, when I read my vows. I'm surprised you didn't cry during your vows, but, um, I, well, you didn't, you barely cried. You like teared up a little bit during the first look, which I'll take that, but. And when you were walking down the aisle. Yeah, you teared up a little bit. But I've never seen you, like, full-blown, like, sob. So that's still on the list. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd say, like, the biggest thing, at least, like, for me during the ceremony was reading, like, that letter I wrote you. Like, so I wrote a letter to my future husband about a month before I actually even met Zach. And I read it as part of my vows. And, like, I'm really glad I did. Like, reading back that letter, it was, like such a cool experience like reading it back because I'm like this letter is like literally meant for Zach like it just sounds like things that I would say to him now and it was just kind of cool putting myself back in the shoes of the girl I was before I even met Zach and just like so ready to meet him and I don't know I can like tear up now just like thinking about it 
but just knowing he was out there and existed and just to fast forward and know that like here I am and like I finally found him so when I was reading that letter I kind of teared up just about like there's a section of just like where I was so ready to meet him and excited to meet him and know what he's passionate about and that I was just praying for him and like he's got this and that it's all going to be worth it once we meet each other so that part like definitely got me in my feels and got me all teary-eyed did you cry at all uh i got choked up for sure it it was really cool hearing you actually like read that too because i i I knew that lexi had written this letter but i didn't know she was going to read it as part of her vows i thought she was just going to like give it to me on her wedding day but hearing those words come from you just made it hit home like so much stronger than it would have if i had just read it too um but yeah, I mean, I, I felt like it was something that you could have even written that day. Like it felt like it was words yeah. meant for me, Which except for so maybe the, the favorite Harry Potter movie part. But we're working, we're working on, on that, that part. <laughs> He's only seen two. It's fine. Um, yeah. But overall, like I said, highly recommend marrying your best friend. And mm-hmm. if you have any question about how to even get to that point of like finding the person that you're supposed to marry and like spend the rest of your life with continuing listening to this podcast because we got some good topics lined up for that exact topic so i'm just gonna go ahead and close this out because i feel like i'm gonna vomit um (laughs) we just had dinner before this and we've i've been in the sun like literally for like mm, like 72 hours yeah, days straight we're gonna be sun again tomorrow for snorkeling yay yeah and um, our ne- next time we check in with y'all we'll uh we'll kind of recap this the trip honeymoon. in the honeymoon yeah but continue listening um please follow us on instagram we're at settling down pod and website coming soon at sellingdownpodcast.com um if you go there it's not gonna be a whole lot to see but we did buy the domain so ha (laughs) and just yeah continue to subscribe and download our episodes and follow along i promise our episodes are going to get more exciting and better when i'm not hungover and suffering from sun poisoning um but yeah Yeah. thanks for (laughs) listening and we'll catch you next time bye